Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what is we did decide on a name, right? We haven't met in what two weeks. Holiday break. Yeah, holiday break, but we're back. Hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Kyle, how was your Thanksgiving up there in the land of Macy's? I uh, it was good, good. I went to the parade, so I stood on Sixth Avenue and Forty Seventh and uh now, for us East Tennessee listeners, where is that exactly? The court. It's Sixth Avenue and Forty Seventh Street. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> it's in Manhattan, so it's right below uh, Central Park. So Central Park, the bottom of Central Park is Fifty Ninth Street. So you walk down Sixth Avenue and um, go to Forty Seventh Street. It's you know uh, Rockefeller Center is on Forty Ninth and Fiftieth. So I just a couple blocks from Rockefeller Center. Okay, what's on first? Uh, the East River? I don't know. <laughs> okay. No Abbott and Costello fans? I, I saw what you were trying oh, to do. Okay, hey, well, what help me? <laughs> Mr. Snowman will appreciate that. It was good. The parade was good. I mean, like I, I was telling Chris off the chat, but like, Going to the parade gets me out of a lot of Thanksgiving plans because everybody's like, hey, come to Thanksgiving and all this stuff. I'm like, can't. I'm going to the parade. And I'm so done I'm my dinner and I go now, to... Now, do you think, would a New Yorker accept that as a, uh, you know, a good excuse or... I mean, this is the excuse that I use, so... Yeah, I mean, they got to respect it, right? We're in that day and age now. And I, uh, I, had, I ordered my Thanksgiving meal was a uh, large pie. Of pepperoni. He means pizza for our <laughs> listeners. Yes. With oh turkey pepperonis. No. Oh, no? Mm-hmm. What well, was it that you were drinking the with? The crust it. was made of dressing, stuffing, wasn't it? No, it was just oh a pie. A pumpkin. So, and I was drinking Coquito, which is a Puerto Rican eggnog. Wow, okay, well, y'all heard it here first. We have the very first anti-Thanksgiving person. Um, wow. Chris, how was your Thanksgiving? It was uh, delightful, as always. Um, just punishing, punishing amounts of food. More pies than you would imagine could fit in the house. So many of them went to waste. Uh, you had pizza, too? Well, we did not have pizza, too. We did the classics. <laughs> My Aunt Dana would have a fit. We are probably going to do pizza or something like that for Christmas. But no, Thanksgiving is still Thanksgiving, and it was delightful. Caleb? It was good. We also had pie and learned how to bake pies this year, so that was yeah, exciting. No more coconut. Coconut. A three pecan pies. That's it? Isn't that... How do you yeah. make a pecan pie, though? What is, it, what is that gelatinous substance that's so delicious? Corn syrup. Corn oh, syrup, no, sugar. That for you. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And, like, eggs and butter. Oh, no mayonnaise, right? No mayonnaise. <laughs> Mustard-based. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> so you made some pecan pies. Did you, uh, uh, big green egg, a turkey? Uh, not for Thanksgiving. I did one the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, so it's, it's pretty kind good. of for Thanksgiving, right? Like, yeah. 
I mean, Halloween and Valentine's Day are, well, basically every holiday is, you can only celebrate on that day, except for Christmas. Um, Do you smoke a turkey on Valentine's Day? Yeah, you could. I, I mean, I didn't say that. I was like, oh. I was thinking like Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like those people that say, oh, it's my birthday week, not just my birthday. It's like, nobody cares. Shut up. You don't get a whole week. But like Christmas, you know, Christmas like week is like Christmas week. Thanksgiving kind of feels the same. But then I was thinking, well, Halloween's different. And then, oh, yeah, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Like, so, yeah. But yeah, my Thanksgiving was good. All right, let's get into some football talk. <laughs> Volunteers picked up two victories since the last time we uh, spoke. Pop quiz, who were those two teams? Could not tell you. Uh, South Alabama. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Good job, Kyle. Way to go. No, Somebody no did their homework. Um, so, yeah, South Alabama, we beat them. Who cares? Vanderbilt, though. We beat them. I do care because it's Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't. They're not our rival. I mean, they are, but I don't care. You know, uh, we we beat them like we always should. So seven and five on the year. What do you guys think? Speechless. Very unexpected. Could have been even better. <laughs> Classic yeah. Caleb. Um. No, I mean if we if. It is a weird seven and five, but if you'd have said before the season, hey, you'd been seven and five with a chance to be eight and four, we would have all signed up for that before the season. But it was weird getting there for sure. Yeah. yeah man. And I hate it, how fast the college football season goes by. I, yeah. Uh, it's like, okay, it's week one and then you blink, it's like, Oh, it's week four and like, Oh, okay, great. And then it's like end of the season. It's like, what? What? I hate it. In the last At season, least this year was fun, though. Like, I really enjoyed this college football season for once. Yeah. I mean, just overall or just Tennessee? Or... Well, well, because our season wasn't miserable, I also enjoyed the rest of college football a little bit more. I don't know. I kind of feel like it was just a blast season. Like, No, no, no. It was really... way better than it had been in five years, at I least. Know. I mean, I like the chaos of a lot of it, but there's just not really any dominant players to just kind of, kind of Who take the whole season. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I don't it, care about dominant players. I don't care about the highest players like that, though. And then I don't I'm... know. I mean, I'm not watching like a Heisman Trophy race. No, I don't I'm get... not saying that. I'm just saying, like you know, all the really great college football years have those, you know, three or four guys that it's just you have to check their stats, you have to see their highlights. You know, like I mean, historically, there, you know, we've not been depleted of that, but it feels like lately in college football, you don't really get that, like. I don't know. I welcome it. I don't care about individual players. I care about like the overarching theme of college football. We've had this this cloistered group of like four or five teams that have been stuck at the top for the last three or four or five years. They all the same teams that go to the playoffs, and finally their hegemony has been broken. 
Like I'm tired of Alabama, tired of Clemson. I, you know, I don't like that Georgia is the number one, clearly the best team this year, but it's awesome that the playoff and that, that someone else is getting into the picture now. Like I'm hoping that there will be a little more variety, a little more parity going forward. I was like, but players, uh, you know, you have some truly ascendant ones like your Manzels and Cam Newtons I mean, and whatnot, but I it's think not- those are gimmick players. I'm talking like this year, a guy that yeah. I was, was I was like player? excited about was that uh, Michigan State running back. What's his name? Kenneth Walker. Like that dude yeah. was a monster, and I just love seeing players like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm weird. No name, guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I literally have no idea who you're talking about, so I can't believe you were looking forward to him playing. I wasn't looking forward to it. I just, you know, I, I enjoyed seeing what he would do week to week. I mean, is Herndon Hooker not good enough for you, Matt? He's great enough for me. Is that great enough? Great. Yeah. Best enough. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think? You, um, you want to unleash on me right now? No, I mean, just... You know, I don't, I don't really care about individual players from other teams. I mean, like, I didn't have to check out Tim Tebow's stats. You know, uh, oh, I just yeah, watched because that's you know. all they talked about. But yeah, but I mean, it's just like I, I watch for the teams that I do like. What Chris was saying, like all the top, you know, for probably like you know, like five years, it's been the same three or four teams that had a shot. So at least now you see them kind of coming back down. Uh, yeah, college so. football is interesting following the trajectory of each program. I want to see what Florida does. Do they go? Are they on the downswing? Are they coming back up? What do the coaching hires do? How does all this 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 coaching carousel play into all this? How do all the conference realignment stuff? It's like the big picture. I'm interested. And I, in. and I think too, like this Saturday uh, championship Saturday coming up, uh, we'll have. No matter how it plays out, there's going to be probably like three or four teams that think they should be in that are out. Yeah, it's like yeah. the single season to expand the playoff. Like, yeah. it's going to happen on the thrust of this particular season. It's the yeah. best season since 2007. Yeah. No. Yeah. No? Say more. No. There's not that many... There, you could argue there's only one good team in college football, like one great team in college football. I don't think that's an argument for expanding the playoff. Well, I mean, I don't want it to. I'd, I'd go back to the bowl alliance in a heartbeat. It should be, it should be Georgia versus Cincinnati in the BCS title game. Yes. Settle it all. Let the computers... No, I want it even more archaic. I want, like... Georgia versus Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl, and and uh, Notre Dame versus so and so, Michigan versus so and so, Ohio State, and then the Orange Bowl or whatever. And they're playing all these odd games, and at the end of it, you just kind of like coin toss it, have a split title or something like that. That to me is is college football. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, that's the thing, thing that I'm thinking about too. Like, we're, we're gonna, gonna wake, wake up Sunday, Sunday and even Saturday, Saturday night, night and have. have you know, you know, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of teams are going to be like arguing that, hey, we should have been in the top four or, or we should have been kicked out or whatever. Yeah, like there's, there's going to be an argument on Saturday yeah, night. It's, it's all about the arguments. It's historically been all about the arguments because this is not a tournament sport. 
it's not neatly laid out and you have clear decisive this i like the arguments because there are a few teams typically at the end of the year that all kind of have somewhat of a legitimate legitimate story a legitimate uh, petition to put forward not this year though i mean it's it's I just don't see how it's not going to be Georgia. So that's kind of the fly in the ointment for me for the whole thing. But on the whole, the rest of the season has been delightful. Okay. I mean, just last Saturday was incredible. Like, yes. Michigan, Ohio State at noon, Auburn, Alabama, and then Bedlam was amazing. Bedlam was great. Bedlam is always apparently very good. I just did not tune in very much last year or the year before, but yeah, that was vintage Bedlam. Oklahoma State's really cool. There's something very cool about them. Who was the latest four? It was what? um, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama. Alabama, and who was the third? Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, Yeah, Oklahoma State State and Notre Dame sitting there. But Oklahoma State, where is, did you say Michigan was two? Yeah, Michigan jumped over. Yeah, the argument today coming out was uh, the committee leapfrogged Oklahoma State, and they kind of punished Notre Dame for Chip Kelly leaving. Even though it has nothing to do with the on-the-field play, there was like, yeah, your coach left, so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's. I mean, it, it's it's call. it's kind of. I hate the playoff committee. It's so stupid. Do you like the writers more? I kind of like the writers more. I like the computer more. Oh, the computer's perfect. Yeah. Yes. No. Like, why? Why? Oh, I hate it. And aren't like sitting like university presidents and like ads on this committee as well? Like, isn't the LSU athletic director like on? I mean, why? It's Eli Gold and Big Al and Sean Alexander and, I don't know, David Green. Yeah, and they just send a copy of the NCAA 2000. What year was he on the cover? 2001? Who? Sean Alexander of NCAA. Oh, I never, that's, my first copy was 2001. Yeah, I never talked to with, uh, Chris Winky, right? Yes. PS2. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Alabama-Georgia. What, if Alabama loses in a close one, do you think they stay? I mean, they're kind of in a win-and-in situation, in my opinion, right? They win, they're in. If they lose, they should be out, but they... Who knows what they'll actually do? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that Auburn game should play heavy on the committee, but no, I think money talks. And the loss to A and M, who's not that good. Why didn't they finish like what? Three losses or four? Eight and four. Same as same Rick Mike Tomlin or what's his name? Uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. Nah. They look like brothers. They look like they could be twins. Kevin Tomlin. Tomlin. Kevin Sumlin. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, Mike, Mike Tom. Tom. They look like brothers to me. Okay, okay well. Uh, Mike Tom. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jimbo Fisher. 
first I thought you were talking about Jimbo and Mike Tomlin. And I was like, what? Kevin <laughs> Sumlin. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, I can see that. Okay. <laughs> so Kevin Sumlin and Jimbo Fisher have the same record in the same, record, the same time window, window, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think A and M is just A and M. Like Georgia wins it all this year. A and M will be the next Georgia. I mean, they kind of already like are crazy wise. Like, when's the last time A and M won a title? Like in the thirties, right? Um, <laughs> okay, nobody knows. Awesome! Wow. Sorry, Sorry, I'm not, not up on my Texas A&M. Uh, so, we're saying Alabama has to win, and they're or yeah, they have to win to get in. That's my opinion, Caleb. This, I think you agreed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cynic in me still says that Alabama carries so much weight that I don't know. I think but they're going to win. I think Alabama's going to win. I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I kind of think too, Matt. What? Yeah. Georgia. I kind of buy this conspiracy that the refs will give Alabama the game if it's close. Give more teams. Because it's going to mean so much more money for the league if they if they get two teams in the playoff. Imagine how amazing it would be for a choke. If Georgia has this perfect season and then loses the SEC championship game and finishes fifth in the playoff. Oh, my God, that'd be great. They wouldn't do that. Give me think, all of but... that. Oh, I mean, man. It's what the whole season has boiled down to for me. Okay, Stopping yeah. them yeah. by any means necessary. And I don't think – I don't – I don't know if I trust Cincinnati or Michigan to beat Georgia. I mean, I'm not sold on Georgia's offense. Like, I think Stetson Bennett's, like – just a glorified game manager, but I don't know. I I think it it it's got to be Bama. I freaking hate saying that, but happy. They kind of suck. I would love to see Cincinnati. I don't I don't know about Michigan. I, I mean, it would be kind of cool just for the history, you know, aspect. But seeing Cincinnati win a national championship, that'd be pretty insane. Um, I'd take it. Yeah, I mean, they might could do it. I don't know. Is that guy really just going to stay at Cincinnati forever? <laughs> he's not getting the Notre Dame. His fans are happy there. Yes, it's such they a love love skyline chili. Yes. So I think we put it off. Uh, put it off enough, but so I mentioned Notre Dame. We've mentioned LSU. We've mentioned uh, who else? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. What do those three schools have in common? Well, they're all looking for coaches. Well, two of them were, but have now hired a coach. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit of coaching <laughs> search and frenzy. Man, I love this stuff every year. I I'm looking forward to it. I know Caleb, you love it too. This has been Josh. This has been amazing. I think people have overhyped it just a little bit. Like this isn't as good as some of those Tennessee years. But well, no, because we do it better than everyone. That's the difference. Yeah. But, like yeah. Pat Forty of all people the other night, 
tweeted, oh, this is the craziest week ever. It's like, no, it's not. Not even close. Well, it kind of, I mean, I think, I think just, just the Atlanta Atlanta schools and the, 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 the big schools. schools you know, oh. it's, it's USC, Notre Dame, Florida, uh, Oklahoma, LSU. LSU. Well, I yeah. think that Notre Dame wasn't in it until, like, kind of the madness started. because well, yeah, but, well, yeah, yeah, but still, like, yeah, yeah, you but, see the complex starting. You like uh, it's yeah. parts of the few, and they're naturally going to target big guys. Big yeah, you guys. don't see coaches walk out on programs like Oklahoma very often. And, and Notre Dame. <laughs> Who's the yeah. last to leave Notre Dame? <laughs> um, Lou Holtz when he retired, but to take a job over Notre Dame. Who has Notre Dame had? Kyle uh, Whittingham? Yeah. No. You know, really why? had Tyrone Willingham. Yeah, but Tyrone Willingham. That's he right. got fired. Yeah, he was bad. Charlie Weiss, strategic oh, advantage guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've... Jerry Faust got I, fired. I, so I don't know. What do we... Let's start with Notre Dame LSU. I just... I don't care about Brian Kelly. I think he is so overrated. I mean, I don't. If I was an LSU fan, I would be disappointed, to be honest. Please supply evidence for that assertion. (laughs) I mean, it's just like they, you know, they played for a national championship against Alabama, got absolutely demolished. I mean, they've been in the playoff twice, but that's just, I mean, it's no game. They're close. Cut smart kids. It's a high-end university. I don't know. I just get what kind of talent Alabama gets, even though they get very good talent. They have like a consensus top five class right now, and they stay there year in and out. I just think it's. I mean, I I guess he's a good coach, but there's no excitement with him. Like, you know, it's. uh, I don't know. He's a rich man's. Butch Jones to me, like that's just what he is. He's a he's a much better coach than Butch Jones. Yeah, I don't know. He's a really good coach. I mean, I mean he's, he's honestly, honestly the reason Butch Jones, Jones got where he, where he at because, because Butch, Butch followed him. him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. But I'm, I'm just saying, like Brian Kelly. I, I, I've, I've heard, heard a lot, like, oh, he's not a good fit because he's a Southerner or he's a Northerner or Midwestern or whatever. I think, I think he's going to be fine down there. there. Like, they're, they're going to recruit players and they're, they're going to be good. They're, they're definitely probably going to be at least, at least the second best, best team in the West, West for sure. sure. They're going to be hilarious to see lose. Like, yeah. they're going to be good enough, and his personality is, is such. That uh, when they look like they're going to be incredibly good, they're, they're going to be winning the West with regularity. I think I, I truly do. I mean, you just you have the whole thing baked I, in the job at LSU. I really do. I mean, LSU is LSU is just like that. They have been atrocious on offense this entire century. Like, yeah, except for Happy one titles. crazy year. Three titles with terrible offense. One year with I mean, the best. Yeah, like they're yeah. a program that just has that one crazy year every now and then. But every now and then, if you, if you take, take if you take the statement out of Alabama, Alabama it, it is, is the best, best job in, in the West. West. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that, 
but I'm just saying, like, LSU has been, except for a few years, this century has been extremely overrated. I mean, like those less miles years, those teams won games by the, like, by, you know, a, a strand of hair. Like, they, you know, that was part of the less miles, like, auras. Oh, the less magic, you know, all this stuff. Like, aren't, aren't you kind of like arguing with yourself, yourself, though? Because, because you're saying, saying that they've no, I'm not bad saying bad they've bad not bad won, bad but I'm just saying they've been overrated. They, 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 they won, won national, national championships, championships with, with quote-unquote bad coaches and bad offenses. What, what are they going to do with a great coach? Well, exactly. one with Saban's players. Um, Orgeron lucked into a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback transfer, and that season was pretty much decided by, uh, what was the guy's name? Jeff no, Brady. Rams ever back in things. That's I true. Don't know. Somebody out there will agree with me. LSU is overrated. Just meh. I know you're. They've, you, been, you, they've been made by their defense. I mean, I'm not saying they've been terrible. You know, like they're good, but they're. You're overrated. right. Also, defense traditionally does not matter in college football. What? <laughs> no, you guys are missing my point here. Arrive at. I don't understand your point. If your point is like, I, I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. Your points, LSU is overrated. I just don't know how you could possibly say that. LSU is overrated. Who is not overrated? Is Florida? I mean, they won two titles in the past twenty years as well. Were they? I mean, okay. Also, I mean, like you can compare them to like the greatest dynasty in college football history with Saban. There, okay, yeah, it's in the same conference. It kind of jades everything, and it has kind of ruined college football. But aside from that. LSU is the creme de la creme. They've had a few bad years. They've kind of fallen off, but they've done it. They've done what they've done with just eh, coaching. Aside, I mean, Saban turned that thing into a monster. They were mediocre for all of their entire program history, and then he just completely changed the entire dynamic of that place. And, and they, they, they've, they've done, done all, all that by, by just, like, recruiting in, in like, like, a 50-mile radius, radius of their school. school. Guys that used to go to Alabama, to Tennessee, to Ole Miss, to Texas, whoever, wherever, Florida. Now they stay home. Saban did that, and the rest of them have maintained it. There's like a Louisiana pride there. And Brian Kelly has if he can get if he can get five star talent to Notre Dame and get to the playoff, he's gonna kill it there. And Matt, <laughs> Matt is, is so, so mad. mad. I'm not mad, I'm just God, I, what do you I was talking to three Tennessee fans. Said I got the LSU defense team over here taking me to trial. What in I, the hell was that? If you gave me something to latch Stop on. Stop talking about LSU. Are we are we talking about LSU? You Florida hired Billy Okay. Florida hired Billy Napier. Stupid hire. You fired Dan Mullen for Billy Napier. That's my thoughts. I'm not going to say anything else before <laughs> somebody goes on an Oscar-worthy rant against my thoughts. Yeah, I agree with you. That, I mean, it's very underwhelming. I'd be really mad if I were a Florida fan, <clears throat> but it also might work out just because coaching hires are so random that yeah. it's true. who knows anything. But I mean, it's glad I'm, – I'm, I'm gl- oh, my God. I'm glad that we've kind of moved past this era of – 
Oh, like coach and waiting. Like Will Muschamp was once the coach and waiting at Texas before going yeah. to Florida and stinking it up. You know, like it seems like the oh my gosh over these coordinators has finally moved on. Yeah, but it's, they're more of a questionable hire. So I'm glad to see that. You also don't have that many people who coaches in waiting were like like people waiting to take over for legends, and there's really not yeah. other than Saban. I mean, you had Mac Brown had a coach in waiting. Bobby Bowden had a coach in waiting. Yeah. So. I, 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 I mean, I'm just saying that aura of, oh, my gosh, like, this coordinator over here, like, watch out for him. Like, that's kind of, you know, transition into, well, I wonder how this guy would turn out as a head coach. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I'm talking about coordinators when – Napier was a uh, a head coach at Louisiana, but I mean the big news is just the the sheer movement and the weight of the movement of these sitting head coaches. No one leaves Oklahoma. I'm not really seeing like I wonder what Florida fans are thinking. Like I wouldn't be happy, right? Like I'd be, I'd be so mad. Like they didn't even get a coaching search out of it. That would be the most yeah. infuriating part to me. It's one thing if you like lose out on four guys and then get Billy Napier, and you could talk yourself into him. But like we were they the didn't even, like, they didn't call it. They didn't get to have any fun. And their news got like zero coverage. It was like at noon on a for I don't even know what time it was. It was a weird time in the middle of the day. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like, like immediately like, got overshadowed. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, I feel like I just saw like one tweet about it. It's like, yeah. uh, Florida, Florida hired Billy Napier, and that was it. And that, that was, was like all discussion about it. It's pretty no nonsense. Well, it, he's got it. one guaranteed win coming that way, but. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even get a, like a Skip Holtz to Florida rumor. Well, he, uh, we got. I didn't know he was at Louisiana Tech. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, Sonny Cumbie. Woo. The Mike Leach tree grows wider and wider. Yeah. Let's get to the main event. Lincoln Riley, rumored to take the school that shall never be named on this pod again, uh, down south in a certain state that starts with an L. Instead, in swoops California and USC and they hire Lincoln Riley to lead the Trojan football program. Woo, did not see that coming. I mean, something I don't know when I think about it because I'm not like convinced that Lincoln Riley is like an amazing coach. He's probably good, but yeah, I don't know for sure. I mean, I think when you see coaches that, you know, you mentioned like taking over for Bowden or uh, Mac Brown, like a lot of times when you see a guy take over for somebody that's built up a strong program, like usually by year three, you start to see those losses. And But Lincoln only had two losses in each of his, I think, four years, five years. Yeah, I think five now. So I don't know. Might work out. I think, I think he, he had a lot of like – buzz and promo, promo that he probably, probably shouldn't have when he, he first got the job, job. Mm-hmm. And, and, and 
Like, you remember uh, when the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys were looking for a coach? Like, they, they were they were like, oh, we would love Lincoln Riley. And it was like, will Lincoln, Lincoln Riley leave OU this early for the Dallas Cowboys? And it was like, well, obviously he's not. But just that, like, name recognition, like, oh, he could, if the Dallas Cowboys want I think that helped him recruiting. And it's like, maybe he is good. Maybe he's a great coach. Maybe he's a great recruiter. But I think he had a lot of... Like, like luck, luck in that, that like, like the, 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 the news, news clippings on that. that. Yeah, he definitely got handed a lot. So, Chris, any thoughts on our boy Lincoln Thank heading you. to USC? It's odd that it happened to Oklahoma, but I think he'll be fine there. Yeah. I don't know that USC is USC's. They're going to be very good, but it it, it did surprise me that. They, they were able to get a legacy type hire like that. Yeah. I mean, it, feels, it feels like it changes quite a lot. So, the big question Oklahoma has to find a new coach. And we happen to have a uh, head coach that went to Oklahoma, won a national title for him. Jeez. Josh Heifel going to fall on the Sooners' lap. No. No. Maybe. <laughs> I'm in that maybe boat right now. I think that... I don't know. I mean, Oklahoma's in better shape than what we were with you know Pruitt leaving and some of the other situations. But you just don't see a whole lot of... I don't, I don't I would, know, man. I could I, see him being on their list at you know four or five and them striking out until they get there. I think, I think for me, me like, like uh, I was, I was, I was, nervous, I was a little nervous about it when, they, when, they, when Lincoln, Lincoln first left, left but then I was listening to John Bryce on the radio, and he basically said, like, and then, uh, Tony Basilio asked him, and he's like, he named off like seven or eight names, and he's like, these seven or eight names have to pass on Oklahoma before Oklahoma would even think about uh, approaching Josh Heupel. And I... Well, don't don't see eight people people passing on it. Probably not. Like, it's probably not going to happen. But I do think Oklahoma fans are about to find out that their job is not as good as they think it is. (laughs) That is, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Um, Especially about to head in the SEC in a few years. Like, I don't know. It's an interesting timing for sure. I've, I've heard a lot that that's, that's the reason, reason uh, that Lincoln Riley left because he he didn't like Oklahoma going into the SEC because you know they're you know they're the Alabama of the Big Twelve but when they go in the SEC you know they're maybe the fourth best team third best team. Yeah, I mean it is going to be a big uh, big jump. They're about to face a, a new reality of you're not going to. Play Kansas State this week. You're going to go and play Arkansas, and no, you're not going to get there. Go then going. Not going to go and play Baylor. No, I don't know who's bad. Uh, you're not going to go play Kansas. You're going to play Auburn this week. Not like legit playing Tulsa as like a, a tough opponent. Yes. Um, Said, oh, you, you go to you know, do your. 
whatever your Red River shootout against Texas, sure, you'll have that and you'll have some fun, but then you're going to go right back. You're going to play Georgia. <laughs> That's what I want. I Because we got robbed of that when A&M and Missouri came in. Like, they came in and kind of just tore the conference apart. You know, Missouri went to, what, two straight uh, championship games, and A&M, you know, had that success with Manziel. Like, I want Oklahoma and Texas to come in and be like, oh, man, but at least we're getting, you know, this network money or whatever. Like, I want them to fail. Oh, I want it to hurt. Yeah. I'm looking forward to them with you. A seven and five Oklahoma is going to be kind of interesting. Yeah. You said those people are not. What's that? Like just turning around. And I think Tony said today that what maybe they were like looking at the potential of a 10 uh, game conference schedule. Like, I would stop. Like, like everybody, everybody plays, plays around Robin ten, 10 game regular season. season. Like we're gonna have to expand the conference championship to a fourteen playoff, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, well, uh, anything else in Oklahoma? One well, thing. Don't call the, any area code that starts with eight six five. And yeah. See, One thing that I, I, I did, did hear, hear that Oklahoma, Oklahoma you know, they, they have, have I've heard a bunch of names, but I've also heard their uh, Mike Leach actually has a shot. shot. I, I think Mike would be hilarious. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see him as an Oklahoma guy at all. <laughs> he is a far distant outpost college football coach. You have to post him in. <laughs> the wilds of Washington, the extreme west of Texas, or wherever in the world Starkville is. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be funny. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to. He has to go somewhere where he can rollerblade to work. <laughs> oh, I love that great interview of him walking to work while at Washington State. He's like, got a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, I walk by this path every day because it reminds me of this. Painting from 1632. What What else? What else you had on your agenda, Caleb? Uh, Virginia Tech hired some random guy I'd never heard of. Brent Pry. (laughs) But But isn't that uh, Penn State's State's defense defense coordinator that our defense coordinator, Tim Banks, Banks can go replace? I don't think Tim Banks would go back. I mean. No, he loves us. He was a semifinalist for the Broyles Award, right? Like, I mean, he, he, I I just don't I don't see him leaving after one year to go back there. Like, well, well apparently, like, like you, you know, know, this is hearsay, but uh, James, James Franklin and him have a great relationship, and in James Franklin's new uh, deal, he got a lot more money for his assistance, and um, yeah, I don't know, I wouldn't care. Well, well I, I just, you know, know on the radio, radio show, they were saying that they're, they're more worried about Tim Banks going back to Penn State as D.C. than Duke as head coach. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the talk with him and Duke. That's that's a little weird, but... I don't know. So, I don't know. One thing that's interesting to me, like, this has been the most coaching, like, carousel action we've seen in some time. And you've got these guys who've been sitting out there 
allegedly waiting for the big job for a while. Luke Fickle, uh, Matt Campbell, even Lane Kiffin. Like, none of them seem to be getting a sniff at these places. Dare talk bad about my Rebels. Okay. Okay. (laughs) How about your boy Jamie? Hadn't heard his name without a peep. Yeah. He was in tech. I don't. Maybe if Shane Beamer goes to Oklahoma, then Jamie will get the South Carolina job. Yeah. That's. I saw somebody tweet that Shane Beamer should be SEC Coach of the Year. What? Are you kidding me? No. Nations were like three wins going in. Yeah, who did they beat? We'll beat Florida. Yeah, you beat a Florida team that beat themselves more than anything. God, why can we not have Florida at that point in the schedule? Like, we never benefit from the moment where they realize they're not going to Atlanta and they just stop. Would you take a one-year postseason ban next year if, the Outback Bowl said, hey, we'll let you play Florida. Mm-hmm. I would. Taking a postseason ban and then playing yeah. in the Outback Bowl? Yeah, they say, hey, we'll let you play Florida, but you can't play a bowl game next year. I was trying to pick <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I know that obviously they're not going to put SEC against SEC, but you know, if you had that stipulation, then it, I don't know. Yes, know. I would love to play Florida tomorrow. Man. <laughs> Even with no Alante Taylor. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy news. Alante Taylor announcing uh, for the NFL draft, even though he's a senior. and Not at all crazy. Yeah, but he's going to sit out the bowl game. This is pretty uncommon, I think, right? I mean, do you remember? I saw someone that... talking about it. I think it's actually very common, but the fact that it hasn't happened to Tennessee says a lot about yeah. That's the, the thing. State it's, of I mean, it's probably happened a lot in other places happened. lately because we've not had anybody that that would need to sit out for their. We for don't their... go to bowl games anymore. Oh <laughs> yeah, that too. There was one bowl game like last, last year. Maybe it was Penn State, State or somebody that had like six, six players set out. out. You know, you know, just, just to get, 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 ready get ready for the draft. draft. There's, There's, I, there was one team that had like five or six players choose not to play in the bowl game. I bet he was paid off by the Moonshine Cookie Company or whatever the hell it is. Man, we're losing too much in free cookies. We'll give you $10,000 to just not play in the bowl game. I don't know. Maybe that'll be our first off-season pod. A a deep look into the Elante Taylor. What what is the cookie company called? The Smoky Mountain Moonshine Cookies or something? Your, your argument was they, was they were losing, losing too much money giving away free cookies, so they decided to pay him $10,000 not yeah. play. Yeah, well, I mean, probably like $2,000, but mm-hmm. I mean, they probably didn't have to give away too many cookies, I imagine, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just sure a lot of people didn't go and get it. Those cookies are so expensive. I wonder what their profit margins are. <laughs> Like expensive for a cookie, at least. Were they not expensive for cookies? It is. How, How much, much did they charge? charge? I don't remember, but it was a lot. Or either it felt bad though. I only know because Caleb got them. Yeah. I didn't get them. It doesn't matter. 
Okay. Uh, can, can, I, don't I don't know if we're, we're moving on, on to another, another topic, topic, but I would uh, like to uh, Last talk. topic, Notre Dame hired uh, Morgan Freeman, right? Marcus Freeman. Right. It was the longest going, night of his life. They did, they did promote, promote him. him. Yeah, He's already there. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, you got a rosary? Yeah, and you're hired. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> now, now, interesting call to hire a defensive guy. I mean, it's Notre Dame. Rude. Speaking of, we're all, Mark Stoops got raised an extension, which is good news. Oh, God. Poor he didn't come around as long as he can. Love, love beating him. him. <laughs> all right, uh, now, what were you going to originally say? No, no I was going to say, you know, depending on whatever happens on Saturday, who do you want to play in the bowl game? Where do you want to play? play? I, don't, I, don't, I don't care where, where we play. play. Like, I, don't I don't care, care about the Liberty Bowl or the Birmingham Bowl. I really don't care where we play. I'm, I'm seeing, seeing a lot, lot of Duke's, Duke's Mayo. Mayo. I would and... like to play Penn State. I could be down with that. I do st- I reiterate how much I love slipping out of the Liberty Bowl's clutches. <laughs> Just one of the little underrated things about that. Every single year they have their representatives there. It's... They're just... They're just so excited. <laughs> West and Middle Tennessee all have a, just a love-hate relationship. Like, yeah, you, you just stay over there. We'll, we'll get along. It's like the the accounting firm in uh, Parks and Recreation. They just think they're about Ben's about to start working there. And... Nope. <laughs> it, it, like, like so I would say, say like, like our, our best, best options from, from our predictions, predictions are. are the, the top, top is Outback Bowl, and the bottom is Liberty. I think I don't think yeah. we can farther than the Liberty. I don't want to go to the Music City Bowl either. I'm just like, ugh. but no, we're like, like Duke's Mayo. Where does that, that go, go on the rankings, rankings on like best, best or worst? Above Liberty and Music City for me. Yeah, but there's like six bowls that are all kind of like in a pod or something that yeah, are technically yeah. equal, but which is what like is Duke's what Mayo, are, Liberty. Yeah. Birmingham is is Birmingham Bowl SEC? It's in Birmingham. Yes. No, is it like an SEC tie-in though? I don't think so. Because what it used to be. Yeah. Did we still have the Independence Bowl? Oh Lord, I don't. I don't know. know I don't think so. Is the end? I feel like that's like a Mac versus Sun Belt or something now. But we did get we did get the did we when do we get the Las Vegas Bowl into the SEC pod? Is it this year or next year? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be fun bowl projections. I don't know. A fun trip. Yeah, I, I don't. De- I don't really care who we play. I just hope we can get a win. I just want to win. Like I, yeah. I just we getting eight wins just sounds. Really, really good. And I don't. I just. I want to play the worst team we can play. So who is that? Like it seems like the field is something like a Purdue, a Minnesota, a Penn State, a Wisconsin, an Iowa. Iowa would be fun. Yeah, I think that would be a good test that we could potentially win. Well, Kyle mentioned Miami. I feel like yeah, it, that would be fun. They have, they have a chance to really, like, not care whatsoever, and we could just destroy them. So, so 247 two, 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 four, four, put out an article, like, at 2 o'clock, o'clock today. 
and, and they, they mentioned, mentioned Wisconsin, Penn State, State Miami, Minnesota, Minnesota Purdue, Wake, Wake Forest. Okay. Wake hmm. Forest, I would be a little, a little worried about just because their offense is pretty good. But I think we could win in the end. Um, but yeah. I don't care. I think we beat everybody. everybody. We could win. Wisconsin and that defense. Mm. Good. How would Big Cat react to that? I think he it's... tweeted something about it today. I, think... I do not want to sour relations with Big Cat. <laughs> there. Well said. It is, is going to be funny, funny to watch, watch the Arizona Bowl, Bowl which they're, they're the, the people, people behind. behind. Barstool Arizona Bowl. Who's going to be in that? What's the conference? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, let's uh, finish out talking a little bit of uh, a little bit more Tennessee. So, just a couple of stats I compiled from the season. So we ran two point nine four plays per minute. That's crazy. Um. We had the ball on offense for 288 minutes and scored 466 points. It's an average of 1.6 points a minute. That's pretty crazy. Uh, The opponents had the ball for 431 minutes and scored 330 points. And that's an average of 0.7 points per minute. Um, Last little stat. This one I was a little surprised at. So I remember a few times ago I talked about our red zone defense and how it's atrocious. We finished the season. <laughs> what? We finished, Chris, we finished the season with 44 red zone uh, attempts in the on defense. Matt, screw your stats. Bruce Feldman says Oklahoma's going after Kiffin. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Um, you got got, Chris. Oh, no. But we oh, allowed no. 40... Scores, 34 touchdowns there. Was, was that a fake, 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 fake Twitter, Twitter Oh, he got him. He got uh, him. Oh, it's, it's, it's not coaching search season unless this happens to Why you. Why do people do that? Like, <laughs> Kyle, didn't you get, didn't you get the uh, fake bar stole the other or the fake bleacher report the other day? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. know. Yeah, opponents had 44 red zone attempts and 40 scores, uh, 34 <laughs> touchdowns. We had 52 red zone red zone attempts and uh, 44 scores. So I didn't realize our red zone offense was as good as it was. But who is your offensive and defensive MVP for the Vols this year? Offense, Herndon for sure. Defense, probably Matthew Butler. Matthew Butler. Okay. So, Chris, who you got on offense? I, Hooker? I can't. Hooker I mean, Butler? Tillman has has exploded in recent weeks. Like, I've I've enjoyed seeing that. But Hendon coming out and Herndon coming out and, and doing what he did. And, yeah, Butler's just been tremendous. Like, I really can't – I can't think of a close second. Yeah, um, Hooker, Hooker definitely, definitely for me, me on offense. Defense, defense you, you can kind of go uh, maybe, maybe Theo Jackson. Jackson. Okay, good. I thought you were more quiet in the later part of the season, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but, but, you, you know, know I, was, I, was, I was shocked to hear that uh, Jerry, Jerry Banks, Banks leads the team in tackles. tackles. 
I mean, he's like third in the SEC in tackles. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's had a great year, and that's actually my defensive yeah. MVP. Um, early in the year, he, it did seem like he was that old player that just did stupid stuff. Um, he had a good streak. I know he, he kind of let up a little bit in the Bama game, but he's my defensive MVP. That guy, I mean, he, he's he been uh, he's been a, a really good player for this this year. Um, offense, got to go hooker. I mean, 26 touchdowns, three interceptions, like just, man, great quarterback. Hope he comes back. Um, speaking of coming back, Tyon Evans, <laughs> um, apparently not going to be back as he entered the transfer portal. Kind of crazy story there. What? Got to be academics, right? What? I mean, I've not seen, but uh, I heard someone say he didn't get an nil nil deal. That... Oh my god! And, uh, yeah, I heard he was like. like... Pissed, pissed off, off of the, the NIL, NIL situation. situation. Like, he, he was promised something, and then the promises didn't, didn't come through. Tony? Yeah, like, like no, like, Pruitt was recruiting him like he was recruiting other players. <laughs> and the new staff couldn't deliver. <laughs> Just take a McDonald's bag and put some cash in it. <laughs> and they were probably hurt by the supply chain shortage and didn't have any bags. So, <laughs> oh man, oh yeah. Good luck, Tyon. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Jalen Wright can get uh, get in the weight room this off season. I think he could be a really good player for us. Small coming back too, gonna be good. Um, and D Beckwith apparently still loves us, which was good news for me to see. Yeah, it's <laughs> one carry for two yards on the year. Shout out D. I think and he just can't get yeah, the helmet over it. Have you seen his hair? Like, it is insane. Like, it is like a foot on his head. Like, it's crazy. Um, talk a little Tennessee hoops. So, Vols. Thank you. Uh, suffered their first loss in our, uh, since our last episode. A pretty bad loss to Villanova, but I felt like that was the perfect time for that game. That was a great teaching moment for a lot of our young guys. I, I don't care that that we looked bad. What do you, what do you guys think? My observation generally is like we really need someone in the post to play better. We just don't have anything there. Like Holly Hatfield is my only hope that hopefully in the next couple of months he'll. Give us something there. Um, Vesco, sorry. Vescovi. Vescovi <laughs> has been a really pleasant surprise. Um, shooting the ball really well. Justin Powell needs to play more, I think. He played a lot last know. night. He had like five threes. He played like. He, I mean, he hit five threes, but he only played like 21 minutes or something. So I think once we get to SEC play, he'll. I would want him to play more. You said Vescovi has played pretty well in Shawa. I disagree. I I don't think he's. I mean, I like that he's getting opportunities, but I think him and Bailey have both kind of been not really their their full selves this year. And both. I mean, uh, Bailey turned it around. I think last game, but you show a last time. Vescovi's been our leading scorer, like. Yeah, because he's our leading Multiple shot games. taker, but he's not. I, I don't think that he's 
playing his best. I mean, he he's missing a lot. Like he's had a game where a few games where he's just been meh. Like, oh cool, he scored 18 points on 15 shots. Uh, I don't know. So I would like to see Pal in more in place of the Skivvy. The Skivvy. I don't know. I'm still waiting to see him. I want to see him play some better. I'm always like this in this season because you know you never really know until you play equal talent or better talent. Yeah. You can't really tell anything with you playing like Providence or whatever. I mean, we've got some big games coming up. Exciting. Really love Rick Barnes' scheduling. I think it's it's not overdone. So I I don't know I. Salute him for for getting our guys ready for you know the eventual March letdown. Chris, what do you think? You're about to fall asleep. I think we're fine. I mean, I've been, I've enjoyed it so far. I've been craving the win over North Carolina for several years and getting that, even though I kind of suspect they suck. Getting that was pretty nice. I didn't realize it had been since '49 since we've beaten them. But no, when you, I, I need to see this stretch going up. Uh, to know what, what to feel truly about it. What I'm really excited is just getting to baseball season. I don't know why. I'm I'm I'm, I'm ready to get up, ready to get back to Lindsey Nelson. Yeah, definitely exciting. So what else we got? Anything? Uh, any more vol talk? I'm vol done with talk. it. Has anybody hired anybody since we uh, began? Oh gosh! <sighs> per Bruce Feltman on Twitter. Hey Chris, are you really upset that you got? <laughs> no. I mean, it wasn't like, Oklahoma's hiring Kiffin. It's like, Oklahoma's going after Kiffin. Like. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Twitter account OU insider and has three followers. <laughs> I simply trusted our uh, our group chat to be a source of uh, positive and, and true news, and not at all a place of trolling. And yeah. well, speaking of Oklahoma, Jim Ross uh, began his radiation treatments for skin cancer. Want to send out our best best wishes to Jim Ross, who has said very fine things about Neyland Stadium in Knoxville and the University of Tennessee. Um, he was on the sideline for Oklahoma's win at at, at Neyland. So get well soon, Jim. Can't wait to hear you on Wednesday nights. Calling our favorite wrestling action. Look at all these wrestling fans around here. Oh, wait. There's just one. Oh. All right. Gripe, Kyle. What are you griping about? Well, Kyle, you didn't. What was your favorite float or. What are the performance in the Macy's parade? Uh, I don't. <laughs> there, I don't know what the name of it was, but uh, there was like these two like inflatable bulldogs riding little bicycles. Those are really funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but other than that, um, Cracker Barrel had a big float, which was hilarious. What, uh, I mean, it was, what big, was it? And it was just like. It just like it was the front porch of Cracker Barrel on a float, and people were like sitting in rocking chairs and like singing. 
Blame checkers. Float? Yeah. Oh wait, I'm thinking of like a blimp. Like, what's the difference between a float and like one of those big? A float is, you know, it's like a flatbed trailer that they build up on. Glides across the ground, whereas you know, yeah, SpongeBob floats in the air. What is it? What is the big thing called? Uh, a balloon. It's not a balloon. Give it some respect. The big balloon. Big yeah. balloon. There we go. Yeah. Uh, it sucked that the Alabama Million Dollar Bank was here, and they were like, they they played for. Like the parade stopped for a second, and they were just the Alabama band was in front of me for like ten minutes, and they were just playing the entire time. Oh God! Yeah, they're a good marching band. I would have been fine with it. All right. So, Kyle, what you grabbing about? Uh, I don't know. I'm, it's the holiday season. I got nothing. I got nothing. We need to move away from gripe because we rarely have gripes. You know, we're content people, yeah. uh, modest. Uh, yeah. So, just anything you want to bring up, don't matter. No, I mean, um, oh, well, I guess, I guess this is a gripe right now. I'm trying to, you know, get my booster shot, which being Team Moderna, every Moderna place right now is like a two week like thing. So I have to like schedule my booster shot and wait like twelve to thirteen days before I get an appointment. You gotta mix and match those, Kyle. <laughs> I want to do that. I don't know. There's not enough evidence to show if that's okay or not. You know, I gotta trust the science and uh, all that stuff. Pep, pep, pep. It is actually about time for mine as well. I think it's yeah. So because I got my second shot, I think around the uh, college baseball world series so yeah time, i yeah. do not care at all about my health i'm just know that at some point these restaurants are going to say hey you gotta have a third shot on your vaccine card to eat inside and that's God. the only reason i want okay. shot. keep foodie nyc running forever on instagram i only care about the indoor dining if indoor dining was an issue i probably wouldn't be vaccinated God. Ugh around other people what Ugh. chris what you got pants no pants are fine all things are well hangovers bad his yes. grind for this podcast isn't over <laughs> yes caleb <laughs> look, look at caleb look at that grin what the leaves i mean i'm not gonna time. go out just leaves leaves are endless they just oh, never man. stop just keep falling and our trees still have like half their leaves it's i can't just believe it blow on it Get you a leaf Just blower and blow all the leaves. A lack of care. Care of you well. Out into your neighbor's yard. Okay. The one that didn't give your baseball back. Um, did you guys see yeah. that story about how the MLB uh, potentially <laughs> changed the baseball like midway through the season? Chris is out. Chris? He can't handle it. Major League Baseball. When you started another topic, he did the whole... He, he, he blew you up, man. Well, my gripe this week is... um, Shoot, I had it. I forgot. Uh, What was it? Dang it. Oh, yeah. 24-7 Sports. Kyle, you brought that up earlier. 24-7, your website sucks. Okay? 
just, I don't care if you have ads, but don't make them the freaking annoying, stupid ads that, like, follow you while you scroll and all this other stuff. Also, UT Sports, please change your website because, you know, when you're switching between tabs and then these websites have these little things and then pop down, like, 12 different options. It's so annoying. I hate it, but... But yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Caleb, what are your final thoughts? Uh, I don't have any thoughts. <laughs>